clues <laughs> to getting to the point. And then you just sailed right on past it. A wench of all words. Wench. The, I wish I may. I wish I might put me in the body of my sister tonight. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Pass the Hot Sauce, a Roswell podcast. I'm Lorena Rose. I'm Lisa Abigail. And I'm Aliza Ora. We have been on a season hiatus. We'll be back soon with season three of Roswell. But in the meantime, today we're coming at you with a mini-sode about the super fun Disney Channel original movie, Wish Upon a Star, starring none other than Isabel Evans. So as you said, Wished Upon a Star is a 1996 Disney Channel original movie. It's directed by Blair True, written by Jessica Barandas, and like you said, stars Katherine Heigl and Danielle Harris. It focuses on two teenage sisters that magically swap bodies because of a wish made on a shooting star. They spend several days living each other's lives, sometimes with the intent to sabotage the other's reputation and achievements but they learn to appreciate and help each other along the way. The tagline to this movie is, I wish I may, I wish I might become my sister for a night. <laughs> what a tagline. So basically it's Freaky Friday, but with yeah. sisters. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly what my girlfriend said when I was describing the movie to her this morning. She was like, so it's Freaky Friday? And I was yep. like, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, to be fair, there were a lot of Freaky Friday remakes going on in the 90s. Yes. And early 2000s. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and probably even now, like, I think there's always like a Hallmark Christmas movie that's some sort of like Freaky Friday concept. It's still going strong. Yeah. It's so the only way we can learn empathy is by literally embodying another human being. <laughs> literally walking in their shoes. Or uh, uh, in uh, in the case of this movie, tripping in in someone else's shoes. There's chonky chonky heels. Yeah, <laughs> attempting to walk in someone else's shoes. So before we start talking about it, I do want to talk about Danielle Harris because obviously we all know Catherine Heigl, but Danielle Harris, she first of all is older than Catherine Heigl. Oh, but she played the younger sister, which was believable because she she is so much shorter. 10 um, inches shorter. Yeah. Catherine Heigl is just a, a beautiful specimen of tallness. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's so tall. She's a graceful tall. gazelle. And she's yes. wearing heels in like yeah. all of this movie. So she has been in a lot of horror movies, including oh. like a handful of Halloween movies. Um, like not just Halloween theme movies, but you know, the ones called Halloween. Yes, Michael which Myers. would be why I'm not familiar with her because I don't right. really watch I haven't horror. seen any of those either <laughs> but she also was in don't tell mom the babysitter's dead she was a voice oh. of Debbie Thornberry who was the older sister on the wild Thornberries. I also recognize her as TK from boy meets world she was Harvey Kiner's little sister who had a crush on Corey and then he oh. figured out like oh no this is the sister of the bully um she was on Roseanne and of course she was on two episodes of ER. Mm. <laughs> two, not one, but two. Two episodes, but playing the same character. Oh, okay. I think I they was were like ask... in a row because often that is not the case with ER because mm -hmm. it was on for so long. People will play like completely different characters years apart. Yeah, you can like like be Sherry a kid. Appleby. Yeah, be a kid in an early season and then a grown up in a later season. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, Sherry Appleby played like a pregnant, very very young teenager in like the first season and then was. A recurring role as a med student in like the last season. Oh my god! It would have been so much cooler if they had just been like, "This is the same. This character. is the same girl. She grew up grown. and went to med school." Yeah. Also, it takes place in Colorado, but it was filmed in Utah at um, an actual like Hunter High School, which is the same name as the school in the movie. Um, Makes it and easy. <laughs> this movie has uh, on Rotten Tomatoes forty percent on mm. the Tomatometer. Also, maybe <laughs> tomato meter, whatever. Um, and but I really like tomatometer. I always call it tomatometer. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and uh, but it has seventy four percent for audience, so that's much better. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, on IMDb, it has a rating of six point seven out of ten. Oh, okay. So kind of in the same kind of between those there. two. 
I looked into, like, I always like to see what else the people behind the camera have done. The writer, Jessica Barandas, did not do a lot. I think she has four total IMDb credits. So maybe she went into a different line of work. Who knows? Blair True, who was the director, the two things that uh, I found sort of common themes in her work were Power Rangers and Mormonism. (laughs) Yay! Fascinating. An interesting combo. <laughs> well, if she works, I mean, I don't want to say all Mormons live in Utah, but if this was filmed at a film studio in Utah mm-hmm. and they contracted local people to work on it, then that sort of tracks. Yeah, yeah. totally. Okay, so opening, kind of while the opening credits are happening, we get to see the two sisters and like major juxtaposition between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And they, of course, live in a McMansion and have two psychiatrists for parents because it's the 90s and yeah. everyone was obligated to. <laughs> two psychiatrist parents who are completely disconnected and don't understand their own family dynamic also, uh-huh. which I feel like that's like a common trope, too, for like parents who are psychiatrists but then don't know how to communicate, work with, totally. connect with their own children at all. Yep, I know some of those people in real life. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, everything is frosted, including oh. Katie Heigl's lipstick oh my God. and yes. eyeshadow. Oh. Like, it is hardcore 1996 it's vibes. You are not like, looking at this movie thinking it was made recently. No, that's... Oh. You know, frosted eyelids is bad enough, but lips? Lips. Like, you look, like, sickly. Like, it's, it's not <laughs> right. Yeah, so we see that, of course, you know, Alexia is the older sister played by Katherine Heigl, and she's glamorous and tall and beautiful, and uh, Danielle Harris plays Haley, the younger sister, who uh, is also very beautiful, but we put mm-hmm. her in an oversized t-shirt, and then in TV, that, that like, just lets yeah. everyone know that she is ugly. It's yeah. like 90s, like, grunge wear, like, baggy jeans, baggy yeah. t-shirt, she looks pretty I mean, cool. which is legitimately what I dressed like at yeah. that age. So She definitely looks like someone I would want to be friends with more than the other sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> First of all, I wanted to note that they're driving like an open Jeep, just like mm-hmm. the Evans is. But also there's like, you know, construction workers next door and they're catcalling and Alexia like smiles about it. She like loves it. Yeah. So. I thought this too at the beginning, and then I there's a point later where she remarks about how gross they are, and I actually feel like she is smiling at them and doing that to protect herself, like a lot of us do, right? Like, Mm -hmm. yes, man, I enjoy the attention from afar. Keep doing that while I walk away. Yeah, because any any other reaction could get you murdered. Yeah, there's some. There's also something to say for different reactions to feeling scared or uncomfortable that may be bizarre reactions but you can't really help what you, what your body's doing mm-hmm. you know laughing or smiling can happen in situations that you're not actually enjoying or finding funny so that is a great point lisa and then we see the parents uh being tv parents and deciding that the correct way to approach their children their teenage children is to just have no rules about anything at all ever again Stop and write a book about demands. it yeah. what could go wrong <laughs> Because uh, if there's one thing teenagers need, it's just absolute freedom with no guardrails. It's where they really thrive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, like as as someone with, you know, a degree in behavior analysis, I am like I was listening to what the parents were talking about and they were kind of like recognizing that they're reinforcing their ki- their kids behavior. Right. That like saying don't wear <laughs> don't wear something like that. Uh, makes them wear that stuff more. Okay, so they mm-hmm. recognize the reinforcing. But removing all demands yeah. is not the answer. I think the issue with, with uh, you know, saying no and then they want to do it more is that then there's no follow through with actual, like, yeah. punishment and, yeah. and ground rules. Like, that's that's the problem. Not to just remove all boundaries, but you need to actually have follow through with no, you may not do this because, and if you do it again, this will happen. Right. Like, <laughs> if if the way you're doing it isn't working, then just try a different way. Don't give up altogether. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, so 
In this scene, they're like, oh, let her wear the miniskirt. Don't have any rules. Uh, you know, if you tell her not to wear the miniskirt, she'll want to wear the miniskirt even more. So they let her wear the miniskirt. And then the next day, two days later, their other daughter is wearing a dominatrix outfit. And not so... just the outfit. She, like, has a little, like, whip thing. <laughs> like, yeah, but, like, so clearly just, like, not saying no didn't dissuade anyone from doing stuff. So <laughs> no, it got worse. What's going to be next? Like, what's phase three of this? Miniskirt like, dominatrix nude. outfit? Just, yeah, just goes to school naked. Oh, she gets one of those, like, clear plastic see-through raincoats. Like, mm-hmm. the little... You know, the clear plastic backpacks and Clueless. She's just like, that's her full outfit. Just some, like, pasties <laughs> underneath. <laughs> God. Ugh. And you know what's also very yucky is that even the actresses were children. Yeah. Yeah. They were, like, 17 and 18. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about that in the uh, cafeteria dancing scene. Yeah. Not looking forward to it. They go to school. Uh, Alexia, like, writes her own doctor's note to get out of P.E. <laughs> yeah. It's very cute. Um, after she has some smoochy smoochies with her boyfriend, Kyle. Oh, yeah. Uh, interesting here. Obviously, we have a Kyle in Roswell who is also a brown-haired jock with some sort of feelings toward Isabel at some point. So, Oh, that's know. true. Kyle just can't resist her. Yeah. They're not the only ones. i thought it was weird that they were in the same class because they're you know like Haley's a sophomore and alexia is a senior but i guess that's like because Haley is advanced smart yeah Yeah. smart and excelling and perhaps alexia has not uh might even be repeating certain math classes or science classes yeah yeah however they we do see later that they're learning like basic ratios which i was a little confused about. <laughs> for like a senior math class <laughs> yeah oh well. i mean i definitely like i was i was in excelled math in high school and i you know when i took uh you know geometry my freshman year of high school there were seniors in that class and there were seniors who were in algebra one like hmm. you know not everybody's great at math you know whereas like i did algebra one in junior high and then started high school in geometry, and there's like people who don't haven't even done geometry when they finish high school. Right. Yeah. And then there are people who suffer through geometry, do okay at it, and then never use it again in their entire yeah, lives. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hated it. I hated it so much. So I do feel like, and like, feel free to disagree, but like, you know, we were forced to learn all this math that we like absolutely don't use. Because, but you know, you're like... not going to have a calculator in your pocket all the time. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> couldn't have been more wrong. Like, just not just a calculator, a whole fucking computer. Computer. Um, yeah. Like, access to all the information in the entire world. But, yeah. uh, no, but I feel like, also, it's not just about learning those mathematical concepts, but, like, training your brain to think in different ways mm-hmm. that is valuable about taking those classes you know what I mean it's about like critical thinking and problem solving and and whatever so that's I don't know that's why I still am like okay I get the value of of uh teaching math that like you may never use again yeah I think at a certain point though like in a lot of European countries you just get to specialize like you should just be able to do that be like all right don't really need to do the math science thing let's do the like social studies and art thing and take more in-depth classes on those or like life finances and Mm -hmm. how to file your taxes yeah like wouldn't that have been a great class to learn in high school or like even just like you know there was like shop for like specific kids but like Mm -hmm. basic mechanics of like a car and like different things you're gonna have to like definitely use in your life would have been helpful yeah. yeah, how to change a tire would have been yeah much more useful to me than how to find the circumference of a triangle. Triangles, Triangles don't have circumferences. See? <laughs> would have been more useful to learn how to change the tire. <laughs> Which has a circumference. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got slightly sidetracked. Anyway. That's okay. What a surprise. School. High school. Back to math school class. movie's about high school. I don't like this teacher. He's like, if you're no. late again, I'm taking points off. Like, kids are late for all kinds of reasons. Like, chill. Yeah, but he's a 90s teacher. He's yeah. doing his 90s teacher shtick. 
I Which mean, is still I was bad. A very good stereotypical '90s teacher. Yes, I was always late for high school because my mom drove me to high school, and my Same. mom is not a morning person. Like that's out of my control. Like I didn't live on the bus route; I had to be driven to school, and my mother didn't get out the door on time. So right, not your fault. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes your big sister just like needs to shorten her miniskirt a few inches before school. You know, yeah, nothing you do and- about it reapply that frosted lipstick (laughs) um i love in the lunchroom where Haley's talking to her bud caitlin and caitlin's like what do you think alexia and all the cool girls are talking about and just like deadpan Haley goes etruscan art i was like (laughs) 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 oh yes 15 year old humor sure why not smart kid 15 year old humor yeah i also made it interesting that like Caitlin, like a few times, especially once they do the swap, it like Caitlin's like, oh, Haley and I are always like have always wondered what it's like to sit with you guys. And Haley, Haley and I, you know, read Alexia's diary and this and that. It makes it seem like they like put these girls on a pedestal or whatever. But then Haley doesn't seem to. I mean, she wished to be her sister, so clearly she does put her sister on a pedestal. Even if she tries to play it off that it doesn't matter, it clearly does. Yeah. Here's here's my theory. Caitlin has a gigantic crush on Alexia, but she doesn't know how to articulate it. So she Mm -hmm. does the sort of hero worship thing. And Haley kind of suspects what's going on and wants to be a good friend and help her pal on this journey. And so she just like goes along with it, thinking eventually... We'll have a very meaningful talk, and then we can drop this whole charade. <laughs> that tracks. I like I like this subplot. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that works. I like this queer subplot. <laughs> I, you know what? It actually works pretty well with everything that happens later, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Caitlin just wants to be with the pretty girls. I mean, who wouldn't? Except that they're bitches. They're over there like, Sabrina, your leg is stubbly. And she's like, oh my god, I swear I saved this one. I was like, this is, mm -mm, no, so damaging. They're horrible. Yeah, we'll get get to more damaging. I mean, there's like (laughs) major themes of disordered eating in this movie. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought it was very cute that, like, Alexia goes to change in the bathroom to this little conservative outfit to try to talk her principal into giving her a college recommendation, even though her GPA is garbage. I really enjoyed this principal character, and I don't understand why everyone (laughs) hated her so much when she just seemed to, like, genuinely care about and want the best for her students. The only thing I thought that I didn't like, and it's at the very end of the movie, but, like, at the dance... Uh, at the end, she like whistle, like whistly. Like, yes. I know it's not necessarily like a cat Yuck. call whistle, it's like a cheer whistle, but it comes across as like a cat call whistle. And I was like, oh, yeah. otherwise, I'm fine with this, t- this principle. But right there at the end, you lost she- some points. She is played by Lois Childs, I think it's Childs, maybe mm-hmm. Chile's, who knows. Um, but she's a former supermodel. Oh, well. Who became an actress. She's been in a ton of stuff. She was in The Way We Were with Robert Redford. She was in Broadcast oh. News. She was in Speed 2 Cruise Control, if oh. that falls into anyone's interest. <laughs> um, she was like... She's just she was in a ton of stuff in the 90s and early 2000s. Nice. Uh, including an episode of The Nanny. Mm, no episodes of ER? You know, I think she might have missed that one. <laughs> she was on 25 episodes of Dallas. Oh, wow. Hmm. That's like a whole season. Yeah. And she played Jordan Baker in the 1974 version of The Great Gatsby. Oh. Which wow. starred Robert Redford as Jay Gatsby. So, uh... Caitlin's over and Haley is like staring longingly at this photo of Kyle. It is. They just do not make it subtle. They really hit that (laughs) over the head. But then it gets even creepier when instead of staring at the photo, she's staring at Kyle and Alex making Making out out. in the Jeep. As Alex is like checking her watch and looking for Yeah, poor Kyle. Well, it's been three months. I mean, come on. Yeah, she had she had to look at her watch to to check the date. Three months on the dot. Time to break up. To the minute, to the hour, to the second. Um, I don't get why Haley had to like bring her whole contraption to the dinner table. It didn't make sense. It was just I think it was to show us what a 
cool guy like, Kyle is. He's mm. like, I love having garbage on the table. Great. <laughs> Alex is going to spend $300 on a dress for Winter Festival. It, $300 in 1996 is the equivalent of $533 today. Oh my god, no. Yeah, no. no. I mean, I had to buy my own dresses for the dance with my own money. Um, so prior to me having a job, I did have like an I did have like a clothing allowance. Um, but it was like $20 a month, so, you know, however many months of clothing allowance you have to save up to get a dress if you're not going to buy something from Wet Seal Clarence Rack. Um, <laughs> But then, like, by my senior year, I, like, worked at JCPenney's, so I, like, used my my employee discount and my earnings from there. But I want to say I still didn't spend more than, like, 100 to get something nice. Yeah. You don't have to spend that much on a dress. You just yeah. don't. I mean, there were definitely kids at my school whose parents bought them things, but that was not my parents'. <laughs> my solution was just to never go do a high school dance ever. That's also a good solution. I only went to proms. I went, I just went with friend group. You know, I didn't ever have like a, I mean, one time I had a date and it was like turnabout my senior year and I was so terrified to ask the guy that I liked, um, but my friends made me do it and then he said yes. Um, so that was like the one time that I had like sort of a date, but it's not like we were dating. We never like went and it still was like, well, we went with, you know, other friends and their yeah. dates. So it still wasn't like. A real date. Okay, well, apparently, because there are no rules, Alexia is just <laughs> given the credit card, which yep. sounds fun. And then, again, no rules is just hanging out in the hot tub with her boyfriend at yeah. her parents' house. Can we house. first talk about her mom's uh, nickname for her? Like, yes. but Muffin. Oh, ugh. Because Haley says she's not going. But Muffin. Yeah. No, I call my dog Muffin, but, like, I don't call a human that I have affectionate feelings for Muffin. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not the worst. It's just, like, funny. Yeah. Um, also, the actor who plays Kyle, his name is Donnie Jeffcoat, um, and he was in a lot of things. He was in, like, a whole bunch of episodes of Seventh Heaven, Wonder Years. He was in an episode of Bones. But I think what I recognized him from was he hosted Wild and Crazy Kids. Which I don't know if any of you guys watched that, but I, I did. did. And he was one of the yes. hosts with Omar Gooding, who is oh. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s brother. Yeah. And was like on, you know, Nickelodeon or whatever at that time. Yeah. yeah I that's remember totally that what show. I recognized him from. That was yeah. such a great show. Wild and crazy kids. Yeah. Man. So, yeah, again, this like crazy juxtaposition of like Alexia in a hot tub with her boyfriend and Haley, like with a telescope doing homework. Yeah. But very clearly spying on them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not even remotely subtly at all. I and mean, this is when the shooting star happens. Yeah. The, I wish I may, I wish I might <laughs> put me in the body of my sister tonight. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I wish I may, I wish I might become my sister for a night. But it's not a night. It's like I multiple mean... days. Oh, I just love how creepy Lorena's version is. Sorry. <laughs> Sister's body. I didn't expect it to go. It definitely sounded creepier than I intended. <laughs> so the wish comes true, which we find out the next morning. Uh, but of course, for maximum dramatic impact, they completely fail to realize that they are now um, a foot shorter in one case and a foot taller in the other mm -hmm. case. And in each and other's bedrooms. Yeah. And don't realize it until they see each other in the bathroom. Yeah. They're like super wobbly. And like, like, do you think this is because they just woke up or because they're like in each other's bodies? Because I personally am very wobbly in the morning. Like I like cannot walk in a straight line when I first oh, wake yeah. up. But I don't know if that's normal. <laughs> I'm going to say maybe it's a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I, the, speaking of, like, being much taller or much shorter, there's, I can't remember exactly what scene it, it's in, but I love that, uh, in Alex's body at some point, uh, Haley goes to sit down and, like, the chair is so much further away than she expects, <laughs> and, like, it's just, like, a really, 
like quick moment, but it's like her facial expression or whatever that it's like definitely like she was farther away from the chair than she thought she was. Oh, I totally missed that. <laughs> it's just like a really quick moment, but I was like, oh god, that's good. That's some good little comic timing there. That's funny. They, yeah, they do very well comedically with these roles that they have. I enjoy them. I couldn't stop thinking though, like how weird and unsettling and slightly horrifying it would be as a teenager to like see your sibling naked mm, very close yeah, up you're yeah. in a different body yeah i did they just close their eyes whenever they showered for these days when they were in each other's and like not to oh yeah just like the thought like you're touching your sisters well yeah also that body. that like they first are like you know realizing and they scream and then like Haley and Alex's body like grabs her boobs and it's like wait those are your sister's boobs like you cannot just be grabbing her body like that (laughs) but like what about when they go to the bathroom or like you know there's so much that is just like these are the kinds of freaky Friday questions that no one should ever ask right (laughs) well no one is asking them out out loud except you (laughs) it's true (laughs) fair enough we also get this great moment in the bathroom I think after so in my notes, I was calling them at this point, fake Haley and fake Alexia. <laughs> so this moment where fake Alexia, so Haley, is in the bathroom alone after fake Haley has left and like talking to herself in the mirror, being like, me, I'm Alexia, Alexia Wheaton. And it just like reminded me so much of, what is it? Who are you? Yeah. When mm-hmm. Buffy and Faith switch bodies. Yes. And yeah. like, you know, Faith and Buffy's body being like. Because it's wrong. It just reminded (laughs) me so much of that. Uh, I really feel it's important for someone to say, please do not throw pennies into your toilet. Toilet! (laughs) Wow. You're gonna clog the... Something bad is gonna happen there. You're gonna destroy your pipes. You're just flushing metal down there. Oh, no. And I feel like it's gonna get caught in, like, the U-bend. Yeah, Yeah, it's not great. But this is a very interesting scene given what we learn later about the wish that like alex and Haley's body is basically like it's your job to undo this i had nothing to do with it like you have to make the wish again she just didn't want to admit it yeah but yeah this this little montage of like all the different wishes is kind of cute you know like all of a sudden she has like a birthday cake where did she get that yeah like pennies (laughs) in the like wishing well they couldn't find any other like fountain or anything they don't have, like, they could have, like, fucking had a koi pond in their backyard or something, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Or throw them in the hot tub, like. Right. So many mm. other options. Like, fill the sink up with water, you know? <laughs> Another thing I think that they, like, would have thought of is um, just pretend to be sick today and don't go to school. That is what I wrote, too. <laughs> don't go to school. I mean, I feel confident if you told your parents we have switched bodies you would be taking the day off of school to go see some doctors. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so fake Haley does fake Alexia's hair uh, mm-hmm. because she's like, I can't have you leaving the house looking like shit because you're yeah. me. I mean, it's a very cute outfit that she ends up in. Like yeah. the little bright blue, like the blue mini crop Like fuzzy blue scrunchie. Yeah. Uh, but this is Aliza where we get the first messed up yeah. Body oh, day thing. one of your diet. Ugh. Um, so I found also an MTV article from 2015. So it was almost mm-hmm. 20 years, right? The next year would have been 20 years, um, from this, you know, when the movie came out. Um, mm-hmm. and it was like an interview with Katherine Heigl, and she talked about how at the time she was struggling with her body. Mm-hmm. You know, she was 17. She said the internet had like kind of just become a thing. And this was, like, the first time she saw people, like, criticizing her and her body. And she remembered, like, a specific comment. 20 years later, she remembered a specific comment where a man said that she had thunder thighs. And that fucking stuck with her. 20 years later. And, you know, now she's obviously in a much different place and, like, much more comfortable with her body. But the fact that, like, in real life... 20 years later, that still has an impact. It has an impact 20 years later, yeah. And that, like... It's in this movie where then they're talking about how, like, oh, you need to be on a diet, you know? But, like, also, um, she was a child at the time. 17 years old. Yeah. I mean, obviously, this still continues today with people being disgusting, but I feel like it was a very big thing 
back then in like the 90s and mm-hmm. the early 2000s yeah. the whole like how many days until she turns 18 thing which Ugh. is <sighs> the patriarchy yeah yeah and also because like 18 is a completely arbitrary age that was just chosen mm-hmm. because they wanted it to be as young as possible for people to be able to go to war yeah right like 18 is still a child mm-hmm. a teenager yeah it's such an arbitrary age and people are like well now you're an adult like no you're not an adult you're still developing no your little brain doesn't know what it's doing yet. no not till like 25 um, when they leave to go to school, we get our first appearance of Simon, the new Simon. neighbor. Oh, he's a cutie. That's totally the type of guy I was into mm. when this movie came out. Matthew Barker, who plays Simon, has six credits on IMDb, and one of them is for Veronica Mars. Oh. What? He was in two episodes of that. I don't recognize him. Random that, background high schooler? I just rewatched yeah. it. Okay, wait, is there a moment here where the picture of Kyle, he's, like, making Mm -hmm. a face? Like a, uh uh-oh, like a nervous face? Yeah, because he heard through the photo frame that Haley was going to sexually assault him. Yeah, we definitely have to talk about that. Um, I do like the little, like, scene when they first arrive at school and they're just trying to like figure things out they have that little encounter with the principal who's a former cop who's like talking mm-hmm, about writing yeah. them up i was like okay um yeah she had all those like gun trophies in her office yeah but i liked that you know um Haley and alex's body is like why is this crop top so cropped and is like trying to make herself more comfortable by covering yeah. up a little bit and then just like smashes her nails and is like oh this is why she doesn't ever go to gym class. Um, Haley, or Alex in Haley's body, does a very convincing feint to get out of that science test. I would have been deeply concerned if I were the teacher. It really looked real. Yeah. The parents are just so weird overall. Yeah, they're like caricatures. But yeah. I mean, this whole movie's a caricature, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, Caitlin thinks that her dream is about to come true when quote unquote, Alex sits down next to her at lunch and then invites her to sit with all the cool girls. Oh, yeah. Who are like, what are you doing here? Bring us diet soda. Did you dump Kyle yet? Yeah, so. I know. Alexia was supposed to dump Kyle because there's a three month max rule, which, like, yeah. What? And she did, but then Haley is in her body and is like, I'm gonna undo it. Yeah. She's like, no chance. I want to kiss this boy. Because I want to yeah. make out with Kyle. Yep. And um, Alex in Haley's body is also just eating every food she yeah. can find because mm-hmm. she's realizing how nice it is when you yep. do what your body wants instead of what you mm-hmm. try to force it to do against its will. Well, and here's the thing is like, your body generally doesn't want you to binge eat a lot of yeah. sugar because that doesn't really feel good. But when you restrict so much, that's what yeah. happens. Like, res- this is why restrictive diets don't work and aren't healthy. And so, like, because of her disordered eating, it now led to this other type mm-hmm. of disordered eating. It yeah. is just and it's like so normalized, not just in this movie, like everywhere, you know? And she's going to give her new body a tummy mm-hmm. ache. Yeah, she's not going to feel very well. I am sad that Simon gets treated so poorly when he comes over. He's maybe baked these cookies himself or, yeah. like, asked one of his parents to do it. Um, and he just kind of gets brushed off. Yeah. Yeah. It's very sad. And I love um, Haley and Alex's body. Is she try- she's trying to drive a stick shift, not knowing how to drive, period. I'm amazed she does oh, as well Oh, it's as she a does. stick shift? I thought so. Wasn't oh, that the, the thing the that she was... Or the... You know, yeah, I didn't, the I stick didn't that shifted. The, the shifter. <laughs> the stick. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> yeah. Um, question. When y'all were in high school, how many of your friends and or dating partners ever gave you wrapped presents for no occasion? Like thoroughly gift wrapped with a bow. Because we see it three times in this movie. Three times. This is the first. <laughs> a teddy bear, though. The first thing is when Caitlin and fake Haley are in Haley's room, like, hanging out. They're about to go snoop. When we start the scene, like, fake Haley is opening this wrapped CD that Caitlin has given her. And she oh, makes right. it like, ooh, this music. But I'm like, 
that for just no occasion, your friend, maybe Caitlin has a crush on Haley also. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you were sick today. I got you a CD. <laughs> I mean, and I wrapped it and put a bow on it. I don't think it's unusual to like buy your friend a CD, but to wrap it up with a yeah. bow for not not like a birthday or something makes no sense. No, you give to them like in the bag from Spencer's or Sam Goody or whatever. And you're like, this is so cool. Yeah. I went to Hot Topic for you. Oh my God. Also, the way that you can tell that like she has just like, she only knows romance, quote unquote, from like movies. Because the way she's like batting her eyes at him being like, how can you resist me? You know, it's just like painful to watch. And she clearly, you know, doesn't know what she's doing. So we did kind of touch on it a little bit, but I do think we should say a little more explicitly why mm-hmm. this is wrong and yeah. not consensual because, you know, and it it's nuanced and complicated because like it is the body of his girlfriend, but this is mm-hmm. not his girlfriend and he is not yeah. aware that it's not. It's yeah. also a violation of Alexia's consent. Absolutely. Because she didn't get to choose to kiss Kyle. Her body mm-hmm. is doing it without her knowledge. Yeah. And we know that because she broke up with him, she would not have chosen to kiss him at this time anyway. So yep. she really, both of them were having their consent just completely denied. Just a lot of lack of consent. <laughs> Thank goodness, like, they only kissed because, like, it does get brought up later that, like, if fake Haley, no, Fake Alexia. If fake Alexia, aka Haley, had like had sex with him or whatever, that you know would have been extra fucked up because we know that yeah. that's not what Alexia would have wanted. Yeah, and we know that the loss of virginity is equal to the loss of morality. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah I wrote about that too. <laughs> I was gonna say mean? even though vir- virginity is a construct, it's clearly important in the nineties. So she's like, I have morals. I'm sorry. Morals have to do with like how you treat people. Yeah. Not... Yeah, but your vagina is a people. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, can I also talk about how like Le- Alexia is called so many different things in this movie? She's called <laughs> Alexia, Alex, Lexi, Allie. Yeah. It's weird because I think we only hear Lexi once, but it's when she like is talking to a teacher. She's like, "Remember me, Lexi Wheaton." It's weird. I. Like that when Haley and Alex are talking, um, Alex is upset that Haley is doing these things to her body without her permission. Mm-hmm. Um, also doing things to Kyle's body under false pretenses. But I hate that Haley is like, "Well, Kyle likes me better without makeup." I'm like, Ugh. yeah. I liked when she washed off the makeup because like she was doing her own thing and being herself. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. to just like bring it home with and it's good because the man likes it so i made the right decision like Uh no you were so close (laughs) to getting to the point and then you just sailed right on past it yep just made a sharp u-turn and went back in the wrong direction (laughs) there's also an awkward moment when they're kissing when uh fake alexia is like tell me you love me Mm. but then it's clear that like they haven't said that before Mm -hmm. it's awkward I was like, I mean, I feel like I'm 39 and I still think that's awkward. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do you know when's the right time to say that for the first time? I don't, I still don't know. Yeah, it's always a difficult thing. But also, tell me you love me is always a weird thing, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't force somebody to tell you. They can choose when to tell you themselves. Um, and dinner time, fake Alexia has a hickey. Which is super 90s, I feel like. <laughs> I think she has them on both sides of her neck, because I'm pretty oh, sure she? at the dinner table we see the one on the right side, and then when they go into the kitchen, they're looking at one on the left side. So, like, Kyle, move your mouth around, friend. Don't linger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just, like, consistency issues with filming. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. We have this little argument in the kitchen, and then uh, they go outside, and Alex really wants Haley to make the wish, but Haley's like, it's cloudy. Meanwhile, the parents are inside like, look at Haley stomping her feet and screaming out there. I'm so glad she's learning to express herself. (laughs) I'm like, oh, parents, you're so goofy. 
They are so yeah. clueless. And this is where the sisters declare war on each other. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, it's also before they go to bed, we get the very disturbing line You may have my body, breasts, and boyfriend, but you are not me. Just like further acknowledgement of the grossness of yeah. this whole conceit. Okay, so in the morning. Was it necessary to have a note hanging from so high up? (laughs) Also, like, I'm just picturing, like, the actual logistics of, like, who is it? Fake Haley going and, like, you know, tying the thing, like, climbing up on top of the bed, (laughs) tying the thing without waking your sister up. It's like, just put it on her nightstand, you know, put it on her alarm (laughs) clock. She'll see it. Tape it to the mirror in the bathroom. Yeah, you know she's going to look in the mirror. Um, But, yeah, this is war. As evidenced by fake Haley's outfit. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, both of their outfits, but still. Yeah. yeah. So fake Haley is in a dominatrix outfit complete with riding crop. And mm-hmm. um, I guess Haley in Alex's body thinks the equivalent is eating a donut and putting on the same outfit that you wore yesterday. Which, like, it kind of is. In her <laughs> world, like, it was... It, <laughs> Her friends were, it was pretty bad for her to be wearing the same outfit. You know, on Wednesdays, we wear pink, (laughs) not on other days. I have to say, I appreciate, like, the parents aren't having any rules, but the school surely does. Uh, Haley's body is wearing, like, a little trench coat, like, a very short pleather (laughs) trench coat, Uh as though this is somehow now a school-appropriate outfit for this, again, (laughs) child to be wearing to her learning environment. Mm-hmm. My oh, high school did not have a dress code. Like, you could wear kind of whatever you wanted. I think they probably would have draw- drawn the line at this. Yeah. Yeah, there are limits. <laughs> yeah, the riding crop really just, it's... Yeah. Yeah, takes it, it too takes far. takes it to the point of comical. <laughs> um, and uh, super professionally dressed Alex in Haley's body takes out the Sharpie she has planned ahead and brought to school expressly for this purpose and graffitis the bathroom wall with what we later see is Haley Wheaton is a wench. A wench of all <laughs> you words. You know how wench. the teens talk with the cool teen slang. Yeah. It's almost like they couldn't even do witch because it's too close to right. bitch. So they just had, well, what's <laughs> like a witch but isn't, a, I guess, a wench. And then, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wow. Uh, But yeah, and then so Haley uh, in Alex's body just absolutely destroys a lipstick, which makes me very sad because Alex would definitely have like nice expensive lipsticks that she just obliterates by crossing out the Haley graffiti and writing Alexia's name. And then wrapped gift number two, (laughs) which we see um, Haley and Alex's body like pull the wrapping paper off and then go oh and realize there's just a lid on this box yeah (laughs) that was a weird moment like did that need to be in the movie was that like on purpose it was weird i don't know but But a teddy teddy bear bear in a shoebox that you've wrapped okay (laughs) you're like popular girlfriend like senior in high school a teddy bear to me it's weird yeah yeah Haley in Alex's body gets the rules explained to her. You don't get to do fun stuff or live your own life or, you know, feed your body. Or date the boys you like or... Yeah. Seems super healthy. Uh, But even better is, God, this sexy table dance in the dominatrix outfit that Alex does in Haley's body while... um, Haley and Alex's body is aggressively making out with Kyle, who doesn't really seem to be enjoying it all no. that much. Ugh. I This is disgusting. And I read on uh, IMDb trivia that Danielle Harris like did not feel great about doing this. Uh, and so she asked if she could choose the extras who were sitting at the table. Hmm. And she chose the boys who she thought would be most uncomfortable watching her. <laughs> <laughs> you girl like yeah Yeah. good i'm glad she got to choose them this also Mm -hmm. says that the table dancing scene uh doesn't actually appear in most tv versions oh well the right call yeah like we said not just the character but the actor 
was also yeah. like a, a teenager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She may have been 18, but as we've already talked about, that's a teenager. That is a child. And once again, the principal showing decent judgment, trying to be supportive, puts the sisters together to work on solving a problem that they created, which is the bathroom graffiti. This woman's door is getting vandalized and all she's doing is just trying to help the kids reach their potentials. This ongoing door vandalizing thing is kind of funny. (laughs) And then at, you know, at one point, I think it hasn't happened yet, but at one point when you see them just fully switching out the door for a metal one. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) Poor principal. She's doing her best. So just trying. It's this moment. And this is what kind of bothers me about the movie is like, to me, there doesn't seem to be like a clear catalyst of like why suddenly everything changes and they like like each other and see from each other's perspective. Mm-hmm. This bathroom moment when they have to clean that up is when suddenly things switch. Yeah, I think it's because the principal made them realize that they were both at risk of losing something they had been working really hard towards. Mm. She's like, you know, Haley, you can't be in the science fair if you keep doing things like this. Alexia, I'm certainly not giving you a college recommendation if you're doing things like this. I think that's just when they realize they have to help each other. Yeah. Yeah, we can't screw up each other's whole lives. Yeah. And even if they're forced into it, like with that concept, context, like then they do start to actually understand each other a little bit. They also, like, get to know each other a little better in this Mm -hmm. scene because this is when the, like, virginity conversation happens. And, you know, Haley is kind of surprised that Alex hasn't had sex yet, which is, you know, they they didn't really know each other. They didn't really talk about this stuff before. Yeah. I wish that instead of her being, like, what you think I don't have morals of course I'm a virgin she had just been like I'm not ready yet and no matter what you think about me giving into peer pressure there are certain things I'm just not gonna do that's one of them I'm a strong person who sets boundaries for myself would have been much nicer it didn't have to be about morals because morals have Mm -hmm. nothing to do with sexuality yeah it should just be I'm I'm not ready yet I haven't met the person that I want to do that with yet and that is also a very grown-up thing to say. So yeah. they finally agreed not to ruin each other's lives. Mm-hmm. Fake Haley goes and talks to Haley's teacher, which is, like, kind of weird. And he shit-talks Alexia. He's like, what yeah. do you expect from a girl like that? Yeah, which I think is also, like, a moment where Haley starts to realize that, oh, maybe some of the way Alex behaves is because of the way people treat her and the expectations mm-hmm. that they have for mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Um, and they do have a conversation here when they're kind of setting boundaries and she's saying with kyle like feel free to hug him hold his hand but no kissing and she says it's just not right it's like okay finally someone said it (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, but then when they're in the backyard together they're stargazing when they decide to hang out in each other's bodies for another day roswell reference Catherine heigl stargazing nice (laughs) but yeah I also, is this where I think Alex is trying to give Haley advice on getting guys and she's like, skip the talking and just go in for the kill. Yeah. I was like, oh no. <laughs> but it was nice. She's like, you're you're cute. It's just a matter of having confidence. <laughs> yeah. She also talks about how uh, just another, you know, thing about like disordered eating and, and body image um, talks about how her friend keeps a scale in her locker and they like yeah. all have to do like weekly weigh-ins. Yikes. Um, and she gives her, but she gives her a little pep talk and she's like, you're an experienced kisser now. She's just yeah. like, you can, nice, but also fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and and I also wrote in my notes, they're too normal about her kissing her sister's mm-hmm. boyfriend. And they decide to spend another day as each other. Yeah. You know, you can show my teachers that I'm not that stupid and I'll show you, you can get a guy. <laughs> Both things that are of equal importance. <laughs> we'll both use our skill set to help the other one out. <laughs> like, I love this scene the next day between the parents and the principal where they're explaining their whole philosophy and how they're going to write this book and profit off of the trauma that they're undoubtedly putting their kids through. <laughs> I, when they leave, the principal is just like, oh, those poor girls. It's no wonder. Yeah. <laughs> it's no wonder they're so fucked up look at those parents also how fucked up the parents are like feel free to discipline them you know as long as it's not from us yeah yeah do what you want to my kids i couldn't care less 
It's just like not taking resp- any responsibility. Um, and then we learn that Kyle is starring in the basketball game and another piece of IMDb or starting, not starring. You don't star in sports, do you? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe you do if you're really good. Anyway, so Kyle is starting in the basketball game and um, IMDb trivia tells me that the actor who played Kyle was so bad at basketball, they had to do like multiple reshoots of scenes because he was (laughs) so terrible that they were like, no one will believe you are even a mediocre high school football player or basketball player. I don't know any sports names. Wow. (laughs) We sports. (laughs) Sports so hard. Oh, but okay. So this is really sad because Kyle says, I love you for the first time. Oh, yeah. But it's not to who he thinks it is, but also it's yeah. partly because he's been with his girlfriend's sister really the past couple of days. It's mm-hmm. messed up on many levels. Yeah. Yeah. But she does kind of realize in this moment that it's messed up and that, like, she is experiencing something of her sister's life that her sister should be experiencing. Yeah. And yeah. that's why she's like, she gets all weird and is like, well, uh, tell me again another time and pretend it's the first time. <laughs> Yeah. And at this point, have we have the sisters already had the conversation at this point that like like that Alexia really does like him and want to mm-hmm. be with him and she doesn't want to have to follow the three month rule. Right. Um, but she yeah, has felt so. like she had to. Yeah. Yeah. I I like whatever. She's a teenager. We can't expect that much from her. But I wish Haley here <laughs> had been able to be like. I'm not myself. This has nothing to do with you. I feel very deeply also. We're going to talk about this tomorrow. Gotta go. Because this just makes it seem like she doesn't feel the same way. And then yeah, yeah. sad. No, poor Kyle. He's like, but that was the first time. Oh, And then he has to watch Simon give her gift wrapped gift number three from teen <laughs> to teen. <laughs> Which this one to me is the most believable because this is like an awkward boy trying to like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, woo a girl. Woo, yeah. Yeah. This like popular girl and like, you know, a boy who like probably hasn't wooed a girl before. So it's yeah. like he doesn't know what <laughs> is weird to do. Because he also has only seen in movies. <laughs> but then it's also very funny that he's like, no offense, but physically you're not really my type. It's your personality <laughs> yeah. that I like. Yeah, Aww. which is so sweet. Because then he even, like, says, like, initially I thought Haley was more my type, you know, because she's the kind of, like, grungy yeah. skater and girl, and he's a little grungy skater boy. Yeah. And so, of course, she's like, you should get to know Haley better. You yeah. might find she's more like me than you think. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> so that night they fall asleep. Like on the well, couch or whatever. First, um, Haley helps Alex with her homework by putting it into the only terms that Alex could possibly understand, which is oh, perfume. Chanel perfume. perfume. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Okay. Um so I thought it was funny they like fell asleep and their parents were like, Let's bring them to bed. These are full sized <laughs> humans. Yeah. What do they carry them to bed? Like they <laughs> brought them to their beds without them waking up. <laughs> Catherine Heigl is taller than all of you. They carried like, them? What? And, like, up the whole staircase. Yeah. But Come they on. didn't wake up. <laughs> they just, like, threw them over their shoulders like flower sacks. Yeah. Like, here we go. But, uh, yeah, fake Alexia does wake up and tries to wish, and it doesn't work, which, mm-hmm. you know, we learn why a little later. There are so many shooting stars going over this part of what is supposed to be Colorado. Like, every yeah. single so, night. Here's the thing. There are so many shooting stars every night over everywhere. You just can't see them that well. But if you're in a place with a clear sky and you look at the sky for, like, an hour, you are guaranteed to see at least one. Wait, what? Yes. Okay, we have to stop this recording now so I can go to Colorado. Well, I want to see. I've never seen one. Really? You've never seen a shooting I've star? I've never seen one. Dude, no. I promise you, if you have a clear sky without much light pollution, you'll see one. Okay. I'm excited now. So then it's winter festival day, and they wake up in the same bodies they went to sleep in. Mm-hmm. Oh, darn. But they're making the most for it, helping each other prep for the day ahead, and the parents are like, mm-hmm. look what a good job we're doing. By doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> the dad's best advice is, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Um, also, like, everything is on this one day. Yes. Her, like, interview, the winter festival, the science fair thing. 
all on this one day. It's very convenient for all of us. Also, okay, so there's a flyer for a party at Caitlin's. Yeah, not cool. Whoever did, like, did you guys ever know about anybody making flyers for house parties in high school? No, but that, I feel like that always happens in movies. In but movies, I mean, I was just time. not ever getting invited to parties. So clearly nobody was giving the flyers to me. I went to lots of parties in high school. Word of mouth is already, like, it's going to reach too many people. Nobody needed to do flyers. <laughs> I never saw a flyer. Did they stop by Kinko's before school right. and pay yes. money to print out like 500 colored flyers? Or does, or does somebody like work in the office like yeah. and just mm. use the office the office photocopier when nobody's looking? Like, it's just weird. In any case, the flyers were a party at Caitlin's house. But what Caitlin actually did was invite the mean girls over to dinner. Yeah. Aww. And they've planned a kegger at her house now that they know so her weird. address. Yeah. But oh. I love, um, it's fake Alexia who calls them mm-hmm. out, right? It's yeah. Yeah. Alexia. Mm-hmm. Calls them out and they're like, okay, fine, we'll cancel it. It's not that easy to cancel a high school party after you've already told yeah. people yeah. this person's parents are away. Who does a pre-dance kegger? You do a post-dance kegger. Yeah. You don't do it before the no. dance, because then everyone's going to get drunk and nobody's going to leave the house and go to well, the I dance. Well, I mean, people do, people pregame, but like, they yeah, but you don't smaller, have to go to a... In smaller groups, and then you go and yeah. then party after, yeah. You sneak a flask into the limo and pregame. Yeah. You don't have a kegger at somebody's house to pregame, because nobody will leave the house and make it to the dance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Fake Alex is also very mean to them, though. Like, they're being mean. I get it. But she's the one who made all the rules that yeah. are part of yeah. why they're mean, so... Oh my god, but the 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 things they say, they're like, our motto, act superior. And they're like, we use <laughs> yeah. little weaklings like Caitlyn. But uh. then just with, like, one bout of Alex telling them off, suddenly, by the end of the movie, they're like, They've seen people. the light. Yeah. yeah. They make a full 180. And then Kyle breaks up with who he thinks is Alex. Because of course he does. She's been so not nice to him and so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. It's very sad, though. Um, something that's sweet is that in Alex's interview and in Haley's science fair presentation, they like they talk about each other or mm-hmm. themselves. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, she's like, my role model is my younger sister. And she's like, well, you know, my sister takes a bite of an apple and then throws it out. So this is blah, blah, blah. It's sweet. And they both sort of, there's kind of a rough start to the science fair presentation, but then like she gets into it. Like they find their mm-hmm. groove a little bit in each yeah. other's worlds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Winter Festival has um, like a parade of the potential queens on this float in the gym during a basketball I feel, game. I feel like the Winter Festival, I mean, I guess it's, I feel like it's like the equivalent of like a homecoming game and homecoming dance, but with like basketball. Like, his homecoming game is typically football, right? Like, Oh, yeah, sure. So, I f- But I feel like it's, like, the equivalent of that. Like, there's a court that, like, then the big game happens, and then you go to a dance afterwards, yeah. which... We never had that in my high school. We had it at mine, but the dance was not the same night as the game. It was, mm. like, the night after, and I also never went to the fucking game. Like, who gives yeah. a shit? I never went to any football games. I went to one because my friend Sydney was the first girl to ever play on the football team at my high school. So I I literally went to one game to support her. And then I was like, I think I sat there and read a book, but I was cool. there. That's what counts. So fake, who is it? Fake Alex finds fake Haley or the other way around in the, at the pool. Mm-hmm. Randomly. Yeah. I think, um, isn't fake Alex at the pool and fake Haley walks in. Okay. Yeah, because Haley, Alex in Haley's body has, like, bought the her red a dress, dress and been like, I know yeah. you liked it. Oh, yeah. Don't know how, but it's cute. It's nice. She yeah. she does look really nice. Very 90s, yeah, little... like, matching the whole color scheme, and but she, mm-hmm. it's very cute. And the hair is very, like, uh, Rachel and Friends. little like Yeah, Shimon. and with the, like, little, like, wispies at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. The, like, Alex has them that are like curled it's, under, like oh, clearly awful. with a curling rod. You're like, oh, baby. That's horrible. Yeah. It's like what I've looked like for the past year and a half trying to grow out my undercut. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in this pool scene, I think is when uh, Alexia finally 
reveals to Haley that she also wished. She also made the mm-hmm. wish. And like, that's probably why it doesn't work. Didn't work. But now that they know the truth, they can rectify the situation and they can go wish together. Yay. Yeah. So they go on outside and they do that. And I'm sorry, but like, I really would have preferred a different effect showing us that they're switching back. The spinning and the, it just, oh it God. was like the, cheap like, and like just dizzying. The face yeah, merge but, thing at the end, there's like a solid oh, couple seconds where it's this bizarre it's like so mashup long. of their faces. It's not yeah. good. Yeah, it's, it's too long. Yeah, for sure. A very extended amount of time for a, a creepy, weird, just, yeah, the face overlay is not good. And also, like, obviously the answer is plot reasons, but why the first time that they made the wish did they like finish out the rest of their night do their routines and go to bed and it wasn't yeah. until the next morning and this time it just poof happened in right the away. moment instantaneously yeah. because they were holding hands at the time maybe sure yeah it's it doesn't make sense um so yeah they switched back and now they love each other yay and kyle is like of course i'll give you a second chance i don't understand anything that's happened in the last several days whatevs <laughs> Um, and so then they go into the winter, winter festival, um, and there's this band playing, Moon Pools and yes. Caterpillars. We actually heard this song that they're playing is called Here, and we heard it earlier in the movie as well when uh, Fake Alex went homesick and was like binge eating and wearing a uh, face mask and stuff. We heard mm-hmm. the song then too during that little montage. I do love a good like live band performance of like an actual kind of famous real band in a high school movie. You can't have a high school movie dance without a live band. That then is like some real popular band. As a person who has gone to high school dances, did you ever have a live band? Never. I feel like it happened in every single movie about high school, but like, yeah. Like I, did anyone have that kind of budget? No. My friends were all in bands. Like, I went, you know, like, almost every weekend there was, like, some show, you know, that I went to in, like, a basement or a YMCA or whatever. But, like, no, Mm -hmm. not at school dances. They just had a DJ. Yeah. Yeah, Same. Same. It seems like if they were going to have a band, it would be, like, a band of students at the school. And it would just be terrible. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) But really, like, every teen movie from the 90s, there is a live band at a dance. Um. So this band, Moonpools and Caterpillars, they were active only from 95 to 97. Wow. Um, so this is, like, probably right in their, like, when they're starting to hit their, like, breakout fame in 96 then. Um, but they were Filipino-American rock bands. So they're, like, one of the most, cool. like, successful Filipino-American rock bands and, like, also had, like big success back in the Philippines when they went back there after having like started a music career in the US um, and they also uh, their Wikipedia is a little out of date but it does look, link to their MySpace page so you know <laughs> cool so oh also we there was something we skipped over earlier which is like when they were like oh let's do this one last day and you can prove to my teachers and I can prove to you about boys whatever then it shows them in class and Haley, fake Haley, is getting a massage from a dude. So it's clear that she then has like, you know, started showing confidence and getting guys attention or whatever. Cause then when they go in to the dance, she's like, I'll go find Simon. And another guy stops her and is like, Haley, do you want to dance with me? Yeah, it's so cute. she's like getting guys' attention. Yeah. You just gotta be confident. And Alexia's friends come up to her. And are suddenly better people. And they're like, well, forget mm-hmm. about all rules except number nine. Friends forever. Oh, so cute. Blech. I don't think yeah. it's that they're like suddenly they've had a change of heart. I think they're yeah. just like, we have no one to follow. Right, right. They, yeah, she's their Regina George. Yes. <laughs> their Cordelia Chase, if you will. Yes, I will. <laughs> yeah. So everyone's happy. Kyle gives Alex another chance. Um, and it ends with them each like dancing with a boy and l- looking at each other and like winking. For an uncomfortably long time. <laughs> just staring <laughs> each other eye full in the face as they are dancing with these dudes. <laughs> oh, and Haley gets the little crown. It's very cute. Alex gives her her crown. Yeah. Because now they share and learn and grow together. Aw, so the sweet. And adorbs. So 
you know, I loved this movie when I was younger. I wouldn't say that it holds up. <laughs> but I'm I but I am glad that we did this episode. Yeah. I, I thought mean, it was cute. It's cute. I will not yeah, be watching it again. Yeah. Yeah. It just is I mean, it's problematic in a lot of the ways that we find a lot of nineties things problematic. Mm-hmm. Like it can still be a cute premise and and fun, but there's like things that it's just do better, please, in yeah. the world. Yeah. Um, but it's like not as problematic as a lot of things from that time. That's true. Aliza, I love your your ringing endorsements. Like, could have been worse. Yeah, could have been. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week for our in-depth dive of the 1996 classic Wish Upon a Star starring Katherine Heigl. It was a pleasure having you with us this week. And if you didn't know already, you can catch that movie on Amazon Prime and probably some other places. Um, We'll be back in two weeks with our season two wrap up and season three kickoff episode. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Roswell Hot Sauce. As always, you can email us with any questions, comments, or concerns, or if you just want to chat at roswellhotsauce at gmail.com. And you can find more information about our podcast and us at our website at roswellhotsauce.com. Until next time, be careful what you wish for.